Hi, my name's Brendan Watt, and welcome to the One Choice from Change podcast, where I give you the tools to create something totally different beyond the status quo, and where you get to become as different as you are. What if there is nothing wrong with any of the choices you've made up until now? I'm inviting you to be aware that every choice creates something. So, what will you choose today? Let's talk about relationship. Let's let's talk relationship. I think it's funny to say that. I mean, mostly women like to talk about relationships. Men would probably <laughs> rather have sex than talk about relationships. Uh, but, yes. But today I am joined by Brendan Watt, who I look forward to having a relationship conversation with because you're so different and I'm so different and Let's face it, relationships can all be different. Exactly. And they all are different. You know, and they're yeah. all, one of the things right now is they're all becoming so different with what's going on in the world. It's like people have spent a lot of time together. It was really easy to do relationship when you knew that you only had to spend a few hours with somebody and then you could go and do your day-to-day thing and do whatever. But now people have been together for you know, 24 hours a day. So it's really getting people to see, okay, so how am I going to make this relationship work or do I want it? Yes. So Brendan is an author of a book, Relationships, Are You Sure You Want One? I am pretty sure I want one, even though like sometimes I don't want it, but mostly I do want my relationship. And uh, I guess we should talk about like, I don't know, is it worth saying like that we're going to talk about relationships like girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife, that kind of relationship? Because, I mean, relationships are really big because we have relationships with our friends and our pets and all sorts. It's huge. But it's like what I would look at with people is, okay, so does this relationship add to your life? And, you know, with you, I've seen your your relationship and how it expands your life. It's like in looking at that, a lot of people, well, look, I'll talk from what I've Please. done in my past was yeah. it's like I got into a relation, got into relationships quite young and thought I needed one. But I also looked for a relationship to fill in some part of my life because it was like, I didn't love myself. I didn't even like myself. So I figured if I could get the meanest person in the whole wide world to like me and love me, then maybe I can too. Wow. (laughs) At the time, I didn't realize this, but, you know, in down the track in looking back at my life and how I made the choices with relationship, it was never about actually expanding my life and having something more joyful in it. It was about doing it because I decided there was something wrong with me. So it's one of the things I talk about a lot is it's like you've really got to have that relationship with yourself if you want to have a great one with somebody else, which means you've got to be honest with yourself with what it is you desire in your life in order to create totally. a relationship Totally. But also in that what you're saying, it's like how many people even really like recognize or even think that they can have a great relationship versus just sort of like fulfilling or reliving the relationship they saw their parents having or, you know, fulfilling somebody else's needs or just trying to like get away from the pain of our lives, which is sort of what you were talking about. It's like get like a lot of people don't actually really even look at like curating and creating their relationships like as though they can, which is I think sort of like rock number one we need to turn over it's like are you creating relation are you actually creating your relationships or are you just like at the effect of them all the time that is definitely the big rock to turn over it's like what 
what most people do is they get into a relationship and then they go, okay, so I've got my relationship. That part's done. Check. Okay, relationship box is checked. Yeah. I don't have to create that. I'll just maintain it now and I'll keep that over here, just maintaining it. And they last, you know, two, three, five, maybe 10 years, but you're not actually creating it. So you got to ask every day is, okay, so what would, what would it take to create this relationship today? So it's, it's like your life. It's always in this constant state of action and moving forward so that you can see what else is available with it. Which to me is like really fun. I remember when I first got together with, I've had a lot of relationships. Well, I actually just had to think of if I've ever been married before. That was funny. I think this is the first time I've been married this lifetime. Um, with the the, fir- the I- first one you remember. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that was a trip. I was like, have I been married before? Welcome to Every Day is a Different Universe. But I remember when I first when we first got into this relationship that I'm currently in with the man that I married. There came a point where it was fucking boring. And I was like, dude, this is boring. Like, this isn't fun anymore. And what had happened was he had gone into maintenance because that's what he basically saw his parents doing. And it took me a while to recognize what was going on. I was like, why does this not feel like fun? And most people just like, if the relationship isn't fun, then they just like, that's it. They just like, don't have fun and they don't even think about it. But I was like... I don't like this. This isn't fun. So I got to change. And so I started looking at it and realizing that he was in maintenance mode, not in creation. And I like to create. And I would say that that's probably one of the primary elements of what my reality with relationship is, is that we create more together than we could apart. Yeah. And that is one of the big elements in relationship is that, is that part of creating more together than you would apart. And I've seen you guys do it. And it's like, but like you said, it's once you get into that place of maintenance, for most of us, we just go, I'm so bored right now. It's like with your life. If you're just maintaining it, not creating it, you get bored. But I also know that point of view, like with, with him, it's like, it was the same with me. You see people get unhappy and then they just go, oh, well, I'm just unhappy now. Just live with it. I'll just put up with it rather than how do I change this? Yeah. And that's what I think Brendan and I would really like to invite you guys to is that change is possible. And even in this area that I think, I mean, relationships are such a massive area of, for all of our lives. In fact, they're actually one of the distractor implants. They can either, relationships can either like distract you from creating your life or they can actually tr- contribute in dynamic and tremendous ways. And I think yeah. everybody here, I think everybody listening to this right now has probably experienced both. Hopefully they've experienced some relationships expanding their lives. I've obviously looked at this topic big time over the last, especially over the last few years with writing that book is in my life, I was always getting into relationships because I never wanted to look at what was true for me. So yeah, say more about that. Well, so if I got into a relationship, I knew dynamically from the moment I was born, how to fulfill needs. Oh, you need this? Okay, there's my job. I know how to fulfill your needs. So that was this place that I found connection with others. My connection is I I perceive your need. I'm aware of your need of me. I fulfill that need. You keep needing me. So there's my connection with you. So in growing up, and I was good at it, you know, really good at it. Still am, apparently. But it's like in growing up, that's how I started getting into relationships. Oh, if I want to be connected with somebody, I'll find the needs that they have that I can fulfill. 
fulfill those needs, there's the connection. But there was never in that fulfilling their needs, there was never the question of what's true for me. And I didn't realize this, that part there, I didn't realize until a few weeks ago. And I was actually having a conversation with your dad and I was looking at it with him. And I said, okay, so if I've got that idea with connection, then how do I create connection with somebody who has no needs of me? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he said, you manufacture them. And I was like, oh my God, but that was the way that I created my life. And this is what I see a lot of people do is they go, well, fulfilling needs is easy, but actually looking at what's true for you can be really uncomfortable. Yeah. And I would even add to that, like, as you say that that's, you were creating the relationship by fulfilling other people's needs that I would even add to that and saying that that's what you were doing the relationships for was to fulfill needs. And that means that like, if the person has no needs, there can't be a relationship. And then what you were just stating was if they had no need, but you wanted to have a relationship, you have to manufacture and invent the need. To manufacture the needs. Well, yeah, because what I looked at was with your dad, and he's someone who has no needs of me. But I, yeah. I to have that connection with him, it, uh, it would be like, and this, it's still relationship, because it's yeah. like as long as you're trying to look for a connection, you're trying to do relationship with somebody. But anyway, with that, so I went, oh, so you, you need me to be more, or you need me to. Cho-. It's like so I started doing this weird stuff where I was manufacturing these needs he had of me, which were total lies. Because every need is an invented point of view. It's an invention that we make up. We don't actually need it. So I was, it was interesting to, to see it for myself because I could start seeing where a lot of us create our relationships like that. Yeah. And so like if you're doing the relationship to fulfill somebody else's needs or to have your needs fulfilled, it's like, are you actually present? and receiving and perceiving the person that's there or is it always acting out this lie of need which yeah that's like huge that's like so big yeah and and a process with that is so what invention am i using to create the needs of this person i'm choosing so and everything that is times a godzilla we destroy and create it (laughs) right right give that all that god picture it's always beyond but if you see the need for what it is, that, that it is an invented point of view, it is a lie, then you can go, then it, well, for me, it kind of cracked it open a bit. So I could go, oh, so see, the other thing we do is with when somebody needs us and we, and we go, okay, I know how to fulfill needs, is you will bring these needs forward into different relationships also and say, well, the last oh, yeah. relationship needed this. Yeah. So this relationship needs this. And this is why a lot of us, see that we get into this cycle in relationship we go yeah. oh this just feels like the same relationship i had last time but with a different person right and that's what i think i i think actually i won't speak for you i'll say for myself and then i'd love to hear your point of view too it's like for me it's like the real impetus in having this conversation is not to like find like the right relationship or the right way to be in relationship or like this the answer to relationships or you know it's it's more to like give people the freedom to like actually recognize what works for them and to not sort of like distract their entire life by having like unfulfilling relationships, which let's face it guys, that's pretty prevalent on planet earth. And so relationships can either like 
expand our whole lives into greater and more magic, which I think for most people is like a hope and a dream and too seldom an actualized reality. And dude, having a conscious relationship that expands like your lives and everyone's lives around you takes a lot of honesty with self and a lot of courage to be vulnerable and like stop being insane. Yep. Big time. And one of the things you said there with the a relationship like that, like that would be fun and expansive and joyful would be a hope and a dream. It's like, for me, it was too. It's like when I first started access after the relationships, I'd been in a relationship that's fun. Somebody would have said that to me. I'd have been like, what? You're that like, yeah, that's like exists? a unicorn. Yeah. Are you serious? Does that, I think you're like, you've been reading too many fairy tales, but it's like, I realized in that, creative thing that we talked about it like that you could actually create a relationship that it could be fun because you could look at and go okay so how do we create this but you got to be willing to be in the question with it so let's do this so then let's do a process so every conclusion that you guys have come to about what relationships will never be for you will you all destroy and uncreate it right and wrong good and bad pod and pock all nine shorts boys and beyonds hmm Another big tool, which is very simple, actually, but it's like is destroying and uncreating your relationship every day with the person you're with, with the person you work with, with your kids, with your friends, all the relationships you have. That allows you to actually have the creative energy with the relationship. Because what a lot of us do also is we'll get up, let's just say the marriage relationship, for example. We'll go, well, this happened yesterday. So that's, so now we've got to keep living like that today rather than Pre- that was yesterday. Yeah. But that's creating yeah. the predictable relationship rather than the creating relationship. Yeah. And it's projecting your past into the future, thinking that's mm. the way to create the future. And it's like, rather than, okay, today was, I mean, yesterday was yesterday. What are we going to create today? And that's like so liberating. And I mean, I just kind of want to emphasize it because I think it can be easily like dismissed as like, that's a nice idea to destroy and create your relationships. But like, that's the thing like if you destroy and create your relationship and everything that it was yesterday then you like are on the creative edge of like who this person is today and like who you are today so it's this constant discovery and enthusiasm rather than like the drudgery of what you've already decided about one another definitely and it's such a big topic i mean it's like because like you said it's huge and like you said a lot of us have learned relationships from let's just say um not the best people at relationships yeah so we've picked up on all of those different things like how to project and expect somebody into being everything that you want how to (laughs) like that never works you're never going to create a relationship that's going to be dynamic into the future with that in place because you're only trying to get somebody to be who you've decided they are not who they can be so one of the things we talk about in access and we've talked about it in in the book that we wrote is the five keys to the five elements of intimacy Mm. because most people look for intimacy as well we're intimate when we have sex that's sex that's copulation that's not intimacy and the the elements are allowance trust vulnerability honor and gratitude but in those elements it's like allowance for example like if you can have total allowance for the people that you're in relationships with to be everything that they are then they actually get 
to know that they can be more. And I've done it before too in relationships. It's like I project and expect people to be a certain way. But with that in place, it only creates separation between me and them too. And so there's there's so many, like it would take us, there's so many different elements of it where we just, we create our relationships based on this limited reality rather than it can be so much greater. Yeah. I guess and also like, right now if we like deleted everything that we've ever learned or thought was true about relationships now what yeah yeah exactly what would you create one of i mean literally the title of the book that you wrote with um brendan wrote it with his ex-partner well you guys are still really connected and creating in a lot of ways still great friends yeah yeah it's like relationships are you sure you want one and just even that question can be like so socially offensive, but it can be for people who like don't really want to have a relationship, but feel like they should, because like if they don't have a relationship, they don't have a place in society. I think that's one of the really liberating things that I know my dad like started asking people, like when he was working with people in relationship, he's like, well, do you want a relationship? And like how many people out there like either don't want a relationship and make themselves totally wrong for it, or like don't want a relationship, but then still have one anyways, and then are miserable. So it's like just this really cool place where we could be in more choice. And mm-hmm. I'd l- I would love to see a world full of relationships that actually made the world like a happier, brighter, lighter, better place. Not, you're not asking for much there. I'm kidding. I know. I'm, like, I'm, I'm only asking for unicorns and to be able to fly and to be able to time travel and to heal yeah. everything instantaneously. <laughs> Well, the other, that part with the relationship, are you sure you want one? Because a lot of people, we think we want one. We think we need one. We think we should have one. And without one, we're nobody. I did this for a lot of my, the younger years of my life without a relationship. Because everybody would say to you, well, do you have a girlfriend yet? Do you have a girlfriend yet? And you're like, no. And it would be this constant sense of there's something missing in my life. But what your dad started asking me also was, he started saying, okay, so what do you want this relationship for? What does this relationship give you? And I looked at that. And when he said that, that question stumped me because everything I started writing down was everything that I could actually give myself that I hadn't been giving myself. (gasps) Oh yeah. You know what? You said something really cool a really long time ago that like really stuck in my head, which is what are you looking for somebody else to give or be for you that only you could be for yourself? Yep. that really like really stood out and you said that i heard you say that like years ago and i was like totally <laughs> um yeah yeah but it is it's it's it really is like if you had no point of view that you actually needed somebody in your life then what kind of relationships could you create with the people in your life like when you yeah. take that part out of yeah well i need them because they they show me the things in me that I'm not willing to choose. Mm-hmm. It's like, it puts us into, we are always relying on this outside element in our lives, which could be people, it could be money, it could be sex, it could be food, it could be anything that we're in a relationship with because we have relationships with everything. We're always looking for this outside element in our lives to give us what we have decided we need rather than all that we actually have is choice. We don't actually have needs. Exactly. And what would a relationship without needs be like? A lot more fun. Really different. 
yeah. Really different, yeah. So, food for thought, some big stuff to chew on. Big stuff to chew on, yeah. And there's, I mean, check out the book, Relationships, are you sure you want one? We have, we've done a lot of stuff online with the relationships, done different stuff too, but. Yeah, so there's that. And then there's, oh my God, the sex and relationship classes that Gary and Dan have said. Uh-huh. The they've done like one, like every second year for like the last while. Like I think they've done three or four. I can't remember exactly. They're the least <laughs> attended classes. They're the least lowest attendance classes in access, which kind of blows my mind because like they're legit, like the most, for me, they've like cured me of so much insanity and I wouldn't be able to have the relationship that I have today. And I'm pretty happy. Like I'm in a really happy marriage. Like, and I'm not just like saying that, like we're actually, I mean, I don't always love it, but mostly like it is really fun. And I, but I, there's no way I could have that if I hadn't have done those first couple of sex and relationship classes that like felt like I was having like an energetic lobotomy. It was so, changing so many deep, all these really deep, weird things that I had about sex and relationship that were not contributing to creating ease, joy, and glory in my life. So yeah, it, there are so many resources. I mean, I remember when we started doing the relationship done different class, Simone and I, the first one, I think it might've had six or seven people at it yeah. and it's been going for two years. It's one of those topics that most people do not want to look at, you know, yeah. and it's built over the years because more and more people as more and more have chosen more, more and more have been willing to, but it really is one of the biggest things that we stick ourselves with on this planet. And it really is, it does, there's a lot of freedom available with it, but you've got to choose it. Yeah. So if you're ha- interested in having like a different choice with relationships, we'll put some resources in the show notes, like Brendan and Simone's book, the link to Gary and Dean's sort of like life-saving sex and relationship classes you know, some other cool things that I might add in there that have been really useful for me. Like Brendan and I are like, I don't know if we're stupid or awesome because like we actually want people to be happy. (laughs) Or both, you know, (laughs) we're stupidly awesome. I like it. So We may be on the delusional side of reality, but who knows? Well, I know that I'm, I, I might be on the delusional side of that people you know, like are willing to do what it takes to have relationships that really expand the universe. But I know that I'm pretty committed to that as the focal point of all the relationships that I have in life. And it's paid off in so many cool ways. That's the huge, that's the biggest part though. You're willing to do whatever it takes to create that. I mean, so many people, even with when Timon and I were in relationships, we had phenomenal relationships would say, well, I want a relationship like that. But then they would go off and you'd see them judge their partner and expect of yeah. their partner. And it's like, you can't have that relationship if you're not willing to make different choices and change. So that willingness to do what it takes, if you have that, nothing can stop you. <sighs> Words to live by. Yep. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, go forth prosper learn be different we uh and have too much fun yeah if you double dog dare you double dog dare well could do with a little bit more joy you know thanks guys thank you if you found this helpful please share it and subscribe at onechoicefromchange.com 
Until next time, you're only one choice from change. <laughs>